Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> that hurt. I swallowed nothing. It really <laughs> hurt. Oh, why? Why does the human body love to cause it so pain? What was that? Existence Nothing foreign is pain. was in my mouth. It was saliva. Existence is pain. <laughs> okay. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Totodile Community Day, new clothing items, shiny Phoebus, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the GoCast podcast. It's January 12th, also known as Totodile Community Day. Yay! I'm your host, Chris, and this week I'm joined by Ness. Hello! And Kyle. Hiya! We're here, all three of us. Yes. As, as we want to be. As we usually are. And we're fresh from the fight, as it were, from Totodile Community Day, although it did happen actually like two, it ended three hours ago for us, mm-hmm. three hours and 22 minutes. Yes. Wow. Um. Yeah, we're we're here. We from that we yeah. just drove through the snow, this Midwest snow that's happening. It's kind of cruddy. Outside I thought it right was now. magical. It was. Wow. Wow. It's like the white Christmas we never had, except with more short bipedal blue crocodile monsters we were inside it was nice yeah we we were inside it was really nice but you know what also is nice i want to take a moment to acknowledge some really great people that joined our patreon as patron supporters this past week shout out to alexander dave and sorry forgive me if i'm not saying this name correctly but uh karka or karsa i'm very sorry about that (laughs) right in help me out um and trent Thanks to the four of you for joining our Patreon. If you guys don't know what that is, it's a nice way to help support the show. And for a little as $1 a month, you guys can join our Discord, which is hopping and happening and cool. Yep. Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash GoCast podcast. Anyway, there's that. Um, but yeah, Totodile Community Day just happened. We're back from that. And I feel like that's just kind of like a good segue into talking about our goals. Yeah, sure. If there ever was one. Sure. So, Ness, why don't we start with you? Sure. Your goals were... We'll talk about the shiny goals when we talk about Totodile community in the news section. How about that? Sure. So for Ness, your three goals were stay warm. Yeah. Yeah. We were inside. Good job. Okay. You wanted to get at least 300,000 experience yes. last week. You uh-huh. did that? I got Fair. about 400,000 today. Yeah. That was pretty wild. We uh-huh. did a lot today. Best friends are a magical thing. They are. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. More Generation 4 Pokemon? Yeah. I got a whole bunch of them today. So you got all three. You're three for three. A plus. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I'm a great student. (laughs) It's true. Very studious. Yes. Uh, What else happened this week for you? Anything interesting? Besides Total Community, we will talk about that. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I did a lot of my Gen 4 evolutions. So I evolved the Skaroopy. I evolved the Crow Gunk. I also got my Melmetal today. Which is cool. That is pretty crazy. I'm very I saw excited about it. my my did, metal. Did you use any rare candies? No, I didn't. That? Really? No, just my two boxes. You only opened two boxes yep, for it. Only two boxes. Color me jealous. One I opened during the candy event. The right? candy event. So yeah. I ended up with like 280 candies just after that one. That's crazy. And then I pineapped every single guy that I caught this box, and it turned out to be exactly what I needed. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. So now I have a Mel medal, and that's exciting. Well, good for you. I think you're the first out of the three of us to yeah. get a Mel medal, unless Kyle has one. He's just not telling us. He's a big I boy. I don't have a Mel tan yet, so. Oh, whoa. Do you have your box? No. I, the one time I, I met somebody at a raid who had their Switch, my phone wouldn't connect to Bluetooth, and I wasn't oh, going right. to bother. And you guys never bring it when we've... Since the game, yeah, we should have brought it today. In hindsight, we probably should have brought it today. Yeah, oh, well, eh. Eh, next eh. time, next time, there'll be another time. I'm in no hurry, honestly. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm in a hurry, Kyle, to hold you accountable to your goals. Okay, Ness, were you finished? Right, Mel Metal was I'm, the big, yeah, was the big finale. Yes, awesome. All right, Kyle, your turn. Did you also stay warm this week? Yes, same as Ness, because we found somewhere indoor to play at the same time, no less. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then you wanted to hit at least 200,000 experience. Yeah, I, I reached that pretty handily. So I got like 350,000, I think. So wow. with no friendships Jeez. or anything this week. Just elbow grease and, and time. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. Uh, and then the last thing you had here was catch a crow a gunk. How'd that go? Yes, I finally got one. There were plenty today. Yeah, this a bit of a story. So... I was leaving work, get off like, it was like 10, 15. It was a late night. And I'm opening up my phone as I do as we leave to spin the stop and, you know, check around for Pokemon. And on my phone, the target down the street's Pokestop shows up. And I'm like, what is going on? That's way too far. And I'm like, hang on a second. I know that shadow. And usually I'll, I'll hang around after work to talk to my coworkers a little bit. And I'm like, uh, sorry, bye. I got to go. And like, what? And I'm, I'm gone. I got there. He'd already despawned on the tracker, and I got there, and he was still there. And I'm like, "Thank God, nice." But get to community day today, and there's just Croagunk everywhere. As far as the eye could see, it was ridiculous. It was pretty crazy. I think I walked away with at least uh, eight, and I didn't bother catching a handful of them. There was plenty. It was a nice surprise. It's enough that with pin apps, I could get a Toxicroak just from being there. So. Cool. So besides that, anything else interesting happen? No, nothing. Nothing noteworthy. I didn't I didn't really make it outside much. The weather dipped pretty cold this week. It really did. Yeah. It was really nice last week. I think we had some 50s going on. And this week it was just like not that. Not that even at all. <laughs> so for myself, I had two. I had hatched 50 eggs and I hatched 79 eggs this week. And then I wanted to get a wow. new Generation 4 evolution, and I'm a proud owner of a handsome new Drapion. Yay! So I think for <laughs> the first time in a while, all three of us have finished all of our goals. Yeah. So congratulations to us. Good our for us. Little dance party. You know what I mean? Nope. Doing Okay. Well, I don't nope. dance. This is a party pooper. You moved your hands around a little bit. That was no, nice. I didn't. Oh, okay. I did, Did you just shift in your chair and I interpreted that as dance? <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I dance, but standing up. All right, cool. So those were our weeks. How about we talk about the news? The news. Why don't we start with Toted Out Community today? Because I know we're all kind of chomping at the bit to talk about it. We're like, we're like not talking about it. We're like talking about everything else around it. And that's just, that's just no good. So why don't we hop into Toted Out Community today? Let's knock out the shiny counts really quick. Yes. So, Ness, your goal was five. How did yes. you end up doing? I got 15 shiny Totodile and traded for a shiny shoulder. I 
cannot believe fifteen. Wow. Fifteen. That's gross. It was awesome. That is. That's nuts. We got some good spawns though where yeah, we were. Definitely, it was nice. Don't forget, you probably plussed like half of those. Really, I think I plussed like four of them. Honestly, that's still a fair amount. <laughs> I know, and it wasn't. It was towards the end when I wasn't really paying attention because I was like, I, I don't need to pay attention anymore. I definitely overdrafted my goal. Right. Yeah. Right. One hundred percent. No, I was very attentive for the first like two and a half hours of the event. Wow. Yeah. It pays off. I mean, it you did. can kind of like, you know, just check out if Except you really need to. Except the problem was that I don't know why, but like my gut reaction to every time I saw a shiny was to run from it. Like it was just a reflex. I ran from four shinies. I ended up like going back and catching them. But every time I saw one, I was like, oh, shiny. And then I hit the run button. I don't know. <laughs> That's really odd. I don't know why I did that, but I kept doing that. <laughs> Your muscle memory should not be doing that it to you. It was strange. Were you running from every other one? Were no. you just shiny checking? No. You were catching everything? Yeah. That's. I have no idea <laughs> what really happened. Weird. I was like, oh, shiny, bye. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Hey, well, anyway, congratulations. Thank you. Nonetheless, Thank on you. your 15 <laughs> shinies. Kyle mm. only wanted to get three. How'd you do? You got two, right? <laughs> no, I got 11. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was, like Ness said, the spawns were crazy. I feel like the first half hour, I remember saying I was really disappointed because it was just a lot of normal spawns. But after like the second hour kicked in, we saw a lot of Totodile. Yes. But the first hour is kind of a drag. Kind of eh. Yeah, yeah, I only got two shinies the first hour. The first Totodile I clicked on at the start of the community day before we'd even met up was a shiny. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we were hanging out with friend of the show, Terry Wolf. And the first one he clicked on today, he's like, he said out loud, just trying to be funny. He's like, ah, and it's shiny. And he's like, Oh my gosh, it actually is. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm, I'm already done with today. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> so 11 for you, 11 for me, 11 not bad. My goal was 10 or greater than 10, uh, 10 or more. And I did uh, 13. Good. I got 13. Good. I thought I only had 12, but I've got 13. Wow. So I think this might be the first time that the three of us got around the same amount. Like there wasn't yeah. a true like a head leader. Ness technically won. Uh-huh. Ness, yes. Ness won Community Day uh, mm -hmm. this month. So congratulations, Ness. Thank you. On winning Community Day. Thank you. It's a great one to win. It's an honor. Is awesome. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, how do we feel about spawns uh how do we feel about the tasks how do we feel about the day in general was this, the shiny rate was good mm -hmm. bad what'd you guys think like i said the first hour was not good i wasn't very hopeful after the first hour but then the second hour really picked up and kind of got back on track the first half hour i was having issues connecting and i wasn't seeing many spawns at all but then it was fine and it was enjoyable yeah after that i would agree mm -hmm. yeah overall the shiny rate felt pretty much on par with every other community day except for eevee but that was my personal mm -hmm. experience so it was at a new location for me i hadn't yeah. played pokemon go at that specific mall so that was a lot of fun and also 500 stardust for catching three toad dial that's that's a pretty good field research so sure is mm -hmm. yeah the only thing i would say about the feedback in community days in general is that I feel like the tasks from the stops should drop like once an hour instead of once an event. So if you only have like one place inside like we were that only has like six or seven stops, let's say. While the spawns were good, we only had six or seven stops. Like every hour we could repick up those quests and hang out there for longer. You know what I mean? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Once you pick up the quest once, you can mm. only get it once during the event. That makes sense. Yeah. 
It does. But at the same time, like once you get rid of like all of those quests in the area, like it's just barren and encourages you to move on to other places. And then that's great. But at the same time, if like we went inside today because it's snowing outside and awful, like we wouldn't want to be at our normal outside places that we were all summer. I don't know. I just it's weird. Like, oh, we're locked in here without any quests. So, no, (laughs) you know what I mean? Anyway. Uh, I think, yeah, it went off without a hitch for us. I didn't even hear news of it going poorly in uh, Asia Pacific region like it yeah. usually does prior. <laughs> so uh, good good for them. Good on Niantic. Successful community day. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up from everybody. Yep. Nice work. Good from us. All righty. On to the, I guess, technically the first real piece of news this week. There's new clothing items mm-hmm. out. And normally this is like, yeah, we got a couple of hats. Or we got like a couple a of free t-shirt. event t-shirts or something yeah. like that. But Actually, these are pretty these are pretty cool. So the three outfits that were added, they're full outfits like there's shoes, pants, a top and like some sort of headgear related thing and I think gloves for every single set. There's like a visor for one, gloves for another and, and like shoes an for another. Earbud, an earpiece for the male. That part. was really? the most hilarious. I thought that. They have an earbud? Yeah, yes. one instead of a really? hat, they have an earbud and that's it. That's weird. Right. Well, it's the version that you have, the female one that has the visor, uh-huh. the male version of that. We don't have a visor. We have an earbud. Why would they give you an earbud, though? That because just seems strange. Okay. <laughs> so it's one of the ace trainers, and you yeah. know, he's got like all this high-tech stuff, and he's like, Man, what if he's got to take Bluetooth calls in the middle of a Pokemon? Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. He's got to stay connected to okay. all of his friends and family because he's, sure. he's an ace. All right. A, an ace. I'm done with you. Pilot. He's an ace what? Why is he a pilot? Because he's, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't really know what ace really means. Ace trainer. He's just really good at it. He's I good guess. at it, yeah. I guess so. So good. He doesn't have to pay attention. He can take phone calls while doing it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the three sets are the ace trainers from Unova, the Unova region, uh, the ace trainer from the Alola region, and the veterans from the Kalos region. I'm not going to go through and describe each of them, but they're pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I would go take a look. You can open up your app and take a look at them for free, of course. But they do cost some money to How pick you, up all the. You have pieces. to unlock them, right? You have to unlock yeah. them, and all of the unlocks for each of these items. Some of them are shared with other items, but all of them revolve around PvP. Getting your bronze medal, getting your silver medal, your gold medal in Ultra League battles, or getting your training medal all the way up. I think that's mostly for Ace Trainer. I know Veteran. You basically have to get gold in great ultra mm-hmm. and master tier league against other trainers, which you need to do. Yep. Which is a bummer because that's the one that I want. Yeah. Because it looks really cool. It does look cool. It's like a trench coat. Yeah. It's like a nice dark, mm-hmm. like navy-ish sort of looking right. outfit. It's really quite neat. I think they did pretty well with these. Do you guys like these outfits? What do you guys think? I like them. I do. I think it's the ace trainer from Alola. It's very strange. It's got the blue vest with no sleeves at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and is that the one with the high collar too? Yeah, I think so. That's <gasps> that's what I'm wearing right now. That's yes. what I'm sporting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. Your arms are just too warm. Yeah. In terms of clothing in general, I just wish you could preview whole outfits together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when these came out, I'm like scrolling through to look at each piece of gear 
and just like try them on one at a time. I'm like, how am I supposed to build an outfit like this? Like, <laughs> if you don't do a full matching set, it's almost impossible to compare how you're gonna look. I'm surprised that they don't have like a, a shopping cart where you can like like dress up your model with different pieces yes. and it just keeps a running total and you can buy them all at the same time and then equip them too. Hmm. But, I don't think that's necessary, but I get it. Yeah, I guess I guess the only reason that I have that idea and Kyle was, was nodding his head too. Uh, is because it works so well just like that in World of Warcraft with uh, okay. transmogrification. Like, why yeah, why not? Just, like, in my head, like, that's just the thing that works. Yeah. I mean, I get I get it. I don't think it's going to happen because it's, you know, it's quality of life. <laughs> it's not really going to push anything forward. It's probably not going to get right. people to buy more. It's just a nice feature. I'd love to be able to, like, mix and match and try out different outfits. Might actually get me to buy them if I found something that looks good together, but... I necessarily didn't see in my mind. Mm. Are you still sporting the Gengar gear? Yes. Nice. It won't go away until they release something else relatable to it. That's true. Next little piece of news here uh, is is very short, but it's worth mentioning. It's interesting. Rare candy has been added to the PvP reward pool. So instead of just Stardust or, you know, rarely the Sinnoh Stone, you can also get some rare candy. So that's nice. It is nice. That's cool. That's cool to see where I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's just a positive like, right. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see as much stardust. I'll take a rare candy over 500 stardust. Right. Right. Almost every single time. So yeah, that's just a little, little change. And then here's kind of the big piece of news from this week here. We're going to have a Phoebus limited research day, which is cool. Well, very hmm. strange. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to make a it, an overarching comment on this. Maybe we should just talk about the details, but <laughs> I don't know. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it sure did. It's definitely out of nowhere, but the more I've thought about it, the more I think it's actually pretty cool. Mm. Okay. Because for, for people who don't know, in the original game, I think I've talked about it on the show, to catch Phoebus in Generation 3, there's only one way to do it. He has six tiles on one river in like one of the routes and he can only be fished up from those tiles, but he doesn't have a guaranteed chance and there's no way of telling which tile he's on. So you literally have to go tile by tile fishing, you know, 10, 15, 20 times to make sure he can't spawn there and then moving on. Wow. That's a nightmare. It was the last Pokemon I needed to complete my first Pokedex ever. Well, that and my Lodic, obviously. Right. But it was a nightmare. So it's kind of interesting to see, you know, the shiny form available from research tasks, thematic almost. So like Kyle said, one of the details is that shiny is going to be from this. But first, before we get into some of the features here, uh, when it's going to happen, like the date and time, I would normally just say, yeah, the 19th, because it's the 19th for two time zones. But one time zone has a different date this time, which is kind of weird. So Europe, the Middle East and Africa and India, January 19th, 2019, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., UTC. The Americas and Greenland is January 19th as well from 11 to 2 PST. So it's it's your normal community daytime. But then Asia Pacific has on the 20th from noon to 3 JST, which is weird. I don't know why that's the case. Maybe it just works out better. Hey, uh, maybe. Maybe they're trying something new. Maybe. Maybe I'm being ignorant and it has been like this somehow, but I don't think it has. Anyway, yeah, those that that's when it's happening. So on the 19th of the 20th, depending on your time zone, we'll have a link in the show notes, as we always do, for everything we're talking about right now. But in particular, this, if you want to look up some more specific details. Yeah. 
But here's what you can expect from this event. There's going to be limited research tasks that will be available when you spin photo disks at Pokestops, much like the ones we see during community days. Completing the limited research tasks will reward you with encounters with Phoebus. With me so far? All right, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. You may encounter a shiny Phoebus. Whoa, Whoa hang on. You lost me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, backing up. You may encounter a shiny Phoebus. Isn't he purple? Yes. Purple-ish. Shiny Phoebus is purple. Yeah. Yeah. And then here are some like interesting notes that they had uh, on, on this article and this announcement in general. As long as you've collected the limited research during the event window, you can complete it at any time. Yes. Sure. Shiny Phoebus will be unlocked, but it is not guaranteed you will encounter it. Visit more Pokestops to increase your chances. So okay. we kind of knew that. Each Pokestop will give out a limited Phoebus field research task during the event. So just one per person per Pokestop as it normally is. You can't revisit the same Pokestop to get more of the same task. Mm. Like So it's kind of like a microcosm of what Squirtle Community Day was to get the glasses. If the Pokestop has it, it's going to have it for everybody, that sort of deal. Now, mm. here's the thing that people were talking about on the internet a lot was, hey, on Squirtle Community Day, if I had gotten a quest from a particular Pokestop and that sunglasses Squirtle turned out to be shiny... Anybody else that picked up that research task from that stop would get a shiny. Would also get the shiny, right? It was Mm -hmm. guaranteed. It wasn't a random thing based on encounter. It was a random thing based on when the quest was propagated into the stop. Mm -hmm. So people were talking about: Is it going to be like this? Is it not going to be like this? And which way is better? Is it better to have it random? Is it better to have it guaranteed on the stop when you, if somebody else finds out that it's there? What do you guys think? I don't know. I think it would be more frustrating if it was random since you can't visit the same stops. Like say we were playing in our indoor arena like we did this time. There are maybe like six Pokestops. So if one of them has the Phoebus encounter, we can only get one Phoebus encounter during the event. Right. Right. Which is fine. But if it's shiny for everybody, I don't know. I think that makes it a little bit more fun. It would still be the one Phoebus encounter, but it would be really useful, I guess. That's true. I don't know. I wasn't there for Squirtle Community Day. I was working that day, so I don't know how it went. Yeah. It was pretty crazy when when people found out which each stop was which. Yeah, and figured out that that was how it worked. The counter-arguments for and against this are kind of varying. Mostly the big argument against the way that is probably going to be, which will be like, it'll probably be just like Squirtle Community Day. I'm guessing that if it's shiny on one stop, it'll be shiny for everybody on that stop. I'm assuming because they already have that programming in place and why would they mess with it, right? Unless they had a reason to. And if they did, they would probably have made a note to let us know that it was going to be different. Um, But the point against it is, and I was talking to Terry Wolf about this today while we were out playing, was, you know, if you're in a small town where you can't really drive to a bunch of places and you only have like, let's say five Pokestops in your entire town, if none of those Pokestops manage to have a shiny Phoebus quest associated with one of them, that means that everybody in your town is screwed. Yeah. So if at least at that point in time, maybe you got zero, but your friend, two out of his five, turned out to be shiny and you could trade them and stuff like that and mm. share the wealth. But if it's the case that five, then all 30 people in that small town that play, none of them get it. And that kind of stinks. Sure. You know what I mean? Definitely. But we'll say, when has Niantic done many things for small town play like that at least that has been tied to pokestop related but i feel like this in particular kind of like 
So when we talk about like the rural small town with no stops and stuff like that, that's kind of a symptomatic issue with the game and the way that it's set up and stuff like that. That being said, features don't necessarily have to play at amplifying that issue. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this kind of does. I feel like it could be a little bit dangerous, too. You know, if you have a whole mob of people massing to one spot. I know when we played Linkin Park, uh, we got yelled at because it was a fire hazard (laughs) (laughs) for blocking one of the exits because there was a Mewtwo raid and everybody in the park that was that was playing the game was just blocking that area it was very congested so (laughs) i would imagine you know if there's a shiny just like you know what happens when there's a hundred percent somewhere because everybody gets the same hundred percent when they catch it somebody yells at a whole bunch of people go trampling over i just feel like that could be a little bit dangerous but maybe it works i don't know Hmm. but in a small rural town there won't be huge crowds doing no but i mean think like metropolitan downtown or like condensed areas like we were today, yeah. you know, it's a pretty open area, but if everybody found out that the one stop, you know, had that shiny, there would be potential for trampling, I think. Yeah. But the nice thing about that in a, in comparison to a raid is that for raids, people are standing around for five, 10 minutes at a True. time. For poker stops, you just whoosh, and then you go on. through. Yeah. You're, you're good after That's that. That's true. So. That's true. I don't know. I guess it'll be kind of interesting to see. The arguments work for both sides and I personally support both of them. Like, Part of me wants it to be random because that's kind of more fun to me. Yeah. But then part of me wants it to be fixed because I, I like to know that I actually have a chance <laughs> to get one. It is kind of nice. It, yeah. So like one one makes it a, a bigger issue potentially for rural players, but the other one promotes communication between players. And that's also a core focal point mm-hmm. of this game. That's so, true. hey, you know what? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. That being said, why don't we move on from that rather short news section into Gear Up. So this week on Gear Up, it's going to be targeted more towards newer players or players who have no idea what the heck is going on sometimes. And we're going to be talking about shiny Pokemon. I kind of think we maybe take it for granted because it's self-explanatory, but there's also a lot going on about what is a shiny Pokemon. When it boils down to it, shiny Pokemon is a Pokemon with a different coloration than normal. And sparkly. Yes. It also causes sparkles to show up when you encounter it. And they're better, right? No. They're, oh, oh, okay. I think I misunderstood. No. I don't know. Every time I've gotten a shiny, they've been pretty terrible. Yeah, they're always, really, <laughs> they're always, they're always pretty bad. Yeah, uh, almost universally, my shinies are all just garbage. But that's okay, because ivies don't matter, remember, guys? That's right. That's true. You sacrifice beauty for brawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... In the main series games, a Pokemon shyness is tied to your trainer's ID and then the Pokemon's personality value. The personality value can be used to determine the Pokemon's gender, its shininess, its abilities, stuff like that. It's a massive number used for calculating all sorts of things. When all said and done, there's about a 1 in 8,192 chance for a shiny Pokemon in Generation 1 or Generation 2 to 5. What was that number? One in 8,192. Wow. That's not great. Yep. No. But that's straight up just, yeah. From Generation 6 onward, they doubled those chances. So now it's one in 4,096. That's still not great. (laughs) No, it's not. It's it's still better than it was. Of course, in the main games, as those of you who've played Let's Go know, they, they keep adding ways to like farm for shinies which is great because finding a shiny in the original game it's basically impossible you never it never happened 
unless you mm-hmm. were very actively looking for it. Shinies in Pokemon Go are like a whole different beast. And for the most part, more obtainable, even though it may not feel like it sometimes. <laughs> so for the standard wild encounters for any Pokemon that can be shiny is one in 450. See, that's, that's a much nicer number. That is better. That's still not great. No, better, it's not. But not great. Especially because you encounter less Pokemon in Pokemon Go versus the main series games. That's true. That's, I guess so, but it's still ten. It's roughly 10 times better. Yeah, but in the main series games, you can encounter 50 of the same Pokemon in you know an hour. And That's true. doing that yeah, in Pokemon Go right outside of a nest is impossible unless it's community day. Yeah. I think in, in Let's Go, weren't we farming Vulpix for a while? We got up to like 110 Vulpix and still didn't see any shinies. Yeah, yeah. That was but sad. It's because we didn't have a shiny charm yet. It was still sad. Mm-hmm. To, to put it in perspective, if you play Let's Go, I think when you reach the cap for chaining catches, you have a 1 in 300 chance to get a shiny. So right. it's still terrible. I'm not satisfied with these odds. <laughs> They're terrible <laughs> Make odds, it but just better. wait. Just wait. Because for raid bosses, their shiny chances are all over the place. For legendaries, like when we, the legendary bird days, for Lugia, Ho-Oh, those sorts, Kyogre, they have about a 1 in 19 chance. Those are better odds. I like, I like those odds. And this is coming from somebody who failed at those odds for Moltres Day. So you feel good about it. Okay. I still feel good about it. That's, you know, legendary. You get to do a lot fewer of those, but it's appropriate. Yeah. Now, some other raid shinies. Mawile, who can only be gotten in two-star raids, has a 1 in 35 chance of being shiny. Yeah, I, I, don't, think that's, I don't think that's true, even though I know that that is definitely the ratio. Uh, I think it's 1 in a million. <laughs> Maybe. But even still, but even still, that's not too bad, considering it's a two-star they kind of pop up all over the place. You get to do them. Here's the real kicker. This is the one that I'm still upset about. I'm sure Chris can share some of it. Oh, yeah. Absol is a yeah. 1 in 75 chance to be shiny. Also a lie. 1 in what? 2 million. Even if you assume those odds, it's a four-star raid. That is unbelievable. That it's four times more rare than the shinies of the legendary tier. Right. It didn't doesn't we, make a lot of sense. Didn't we have a friend, one of our uh, trainer friends, had an, a shiny Absol as his buddy that he was walking for a while, and its name was Fabsol. Fabsol. That's And it amazing. was fabulous. It was fabulous. He yeah. was right. That's pretty great. It's got like a nice red tint to it. Mm-hmm. It looks really sharp. One day I'll get a shiny Absol. We'll happen. see. I'm not Maybe. really trying. Didn't Maybe they if they fix four-star star raids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, they have, they have to make Absol available in four-star raids again for me to even care about it. It's not in four-star raids right now, so what are you going to do? But now one for that's relevant right now, Community Day, Shiny Rate. This one's a lot easier for everyone to calculate because so many Community Day Pokemon are caught and cataloged. And the rate comes out to about one in 24 and a half. And I feel like a lot of our numbers personally have matched that for the they most part. They were pretty part. close, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. You know, I caught like 220 Totodile today got 11 mm-hmm. shiny, so it's a little, you know, above average. I think I caught about 100 
and 95 and then I got the 15 shiny. So I, I made out like a bandit today. But how many did you check and run from and not catch? How many did you see? Yeah. Well, I think I saw like 250. So it really wasn't like too much more. Yeah. yeah it's getting pretty close. Mm. Yeah. And lastly, the rates for hatching a shiny Pokemon for all of the standard ones that already exist in the wild, it's exactly the same. It's still one in 450, such as shiny Puchenya, shiny Eevee, stuff like that. But for babies, it's one in 50. That's better. Chris is just like not agreeing at all right now. He's mm. like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. If I see a regular Magby one more time, I might throw up. I hatched 11 this week. Wow. Of 35 <laughs> eggs that I've hatched, 11 were Magbees. Yeah. Magbees, the new Alolan Meowth, everybody. <laughs> I got a bunch he of really Togepi's. Yeah, Togepi uh, is I well. could take I that, though. I need Togepi to, to get a, a Togekiss. I oh, hatched right. four Togepi in a row yesterday. Oh, my God. I was like, this is a regular Togapalooza. They were all Togapalooza. over the place. No shinies, just baby eggshells running around. I think, toga- I think around. Togapalooza is actually a different event that involves togas. I don't think so. I'm toga. Toga. I'm, I'm going to okay. see. <laughs> I'm going to look up if there's a Togapalooza. Don't look it's up. Don't to- do that. Uh, is, is that a... Oh, there is. Sixth annual Togapalooza. Okay. <laughs> is that Oh no, it's, it's, happening? It's, uh, it's a band thing. Really? It's like Lollapalooza, but oh my you have to God. wear a toga? No, it's based off of like Animal House. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I see. That makes sense. Nice. Nice. Sure. Okay. It's like a punk. Oh, that's cool. We should go to Togapalooza. It's like a punk concert. I don't concert. know if I want to do that. Well, I will go. Bring me back a t shirt. All I want is a t shirt that no, says Togapalooza. I'm going to make a t shirt with toga peas and call it a Togapalooza. Yeah, and I'll wear that go. to the regular Togapalooza. <laughs> go hang out with the normies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I'm not so sure if I believe that 1 in 50 right there. I think the only shiny baby I ever really hatch ever is Pichu. Me too. And that's it. I don't, well, think I don't if need I've, it. I've never hatched a shiny baby ever. Really? Really. I want a shiny why not. Oh, yeah, me too. The little shiny baby. Oh, it's adorable. It's so cute. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving that depressing overview of how I'll never get any of the shinies that I want, Kyle. I appreciate <laughs> thanks, it. Thanks, Kyle. We hate it. No, but for real, I mean, it's it's important for us to kind of go back every once in a while and talk about some of these basic things sure. because, you know, the three of us have been talking about shinies and stuff like that. And, and recently we've been shinies. getting a lot of like emails and such from listeners about people that have just picked up the show or just got back into play in the past few months. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of easy for us to just assume that this information is common knowledge. It's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully this kind of explains your luck or lack thereof. Sure. And if not, hey, we feel you. So yeah, <laughs> you can have the numbers in front of you, and it still doesn't have to feel like it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything else about shiny Pokemon? Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you guys, what's your favorite shiny Pokemon that you've caught? Mm. Whether it's because it's you think it feels rare, or just the mm-hmm. story behind getting it, anything like that. I really like my shiny Mareep. It looks like cotton candy. Yes. And it was like it was like three in the morning that I caught it. I just couldn't sleep. Like rolled over, checked my phone because we have a spawn pool right outside of our house and clicked on it and it was shiny. I was like, oh, that's nice. Caught it, went back to sleep. It was just <laughs> the what? most that's, relaxed that's shiny catch you I think like, I've ever had. Like roll over really fast and punch me in the arm and scream cotton candy. Nothing. No, because I oh. just. It was great because I knew I was going to trade you my Marie because you really wanted a shiny Marie. Yes. 
And then I caught that one. I was like, oh, fantastic. And then I went back to bed. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, I think for me, it's it's got to be a tie between shiny Swablu and shiny Rosellias. Mostly okay. because those are the ones I've had the most luck with. So I have like a nice positive relationship with those. Mm-hmm. I've caught three shiny Swablu and four <laughs> shiny Roselia total, mm-hmm. which is really great for me because I can't catch anything else to save my life i mean i got a shiny shelter after like 800 encounters like <laughs> come on <laughs> i also like my shiny snow run that i got at GoFest. yes i got a few shiny snow runs i was very excited about those i also got the shiny whalemers at GoFest, and i was really excited i was at one of the team tents on the south side <laughs> of the park and i like screamed that i got a shiny whalemer and everybody was just so excited even though it was a ridiculous thing to be excited about yeah. everybody was really happy for you me and that was that. nice cuz that's what i wanted cuz i love whalemer i love him whalemer's fantastic i need a shiny nose pass and then my life will be complete is there a shiny <laughs> nose pass not yet shiny not out but there is a pass. shiny version of nose pass look- yeah <gasps> is it oh, just golden he's a nugget Oh, boy. He's a nugget with a nose. He's like Geodude, but better. He's a golden nugget with a nose. (laughs) Uh, What's not to love? That's beautiful. Uh, And Mr. Kyle, what about your favorite shiny? I think my favorite shiny, it's a tie between the Puchenya I hatched from GoFest and the Growlithe that I caught last week. Both of those are (laughs) golden puppies. And what's there not to love? About golden little dogs? Yes. I just looked up a shiny Provo Pass. Oh, no. <laughs> the shiny coloration of shiny Provo Pass makes him look like he's just skin colored. So it's like just a dumb floating head. Oh. Oh. It was really good. Oh. I love how, in particular, this, like the shiny version of Provo Pass, like the, his mustache just looks like it's hanging out of his nostrils. It's very charming. Uh, it's, it's nose wonderful. hair. It's so wonderful. It's not a mustache. It's nose hair. It is actually just nose uh, hair. No, oh I'm, tell- but I'm telling you, it totally, it's totally nose hair. I refuse oh, to believe man. it's a mustache. I really hmm. hope they come out with that. That would just make my life. You know, I'm not qualified to make an answer on this uh, or make a call on this <laughs> question, whether or not it's a mustache or nose hair. I personally have both. Either way, I love it so, and I need it. Uh, okay, well, we'll send a, an email to John Hankey. Yeah. Hello, my wife is going to die unless she gets a shiny nose pass day. So let's make this shiny happen. Shiny Probo Pass. Right. Is the we can just part. get straight to Probo Pass right. if we need to. Get me Probo Pass and also it's shiny form. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Love your work. Big All fan. Right. Cool. Well, if you guys have any fun, unique, great shinies you guys are proud of feel free to you know post them on our facebook twitter send them an email some people do that it's really great whatever you feel like you need to do to share the shiny love thanks kyle for that overview ness yes pokalore yeah pokalore yeah nice i'm okay. still getting over the shiny probo pass. i'm sorry <laughs> all right all right i'm just overjoyed right now we're coming down y'all we're coming okay. down So we're going to talk about Phoebus this week uh, because of that event coming up next weekend. Phoebus is the fish Pokemon and Melodic is the tender Pokemon. Not not like chicken tenders. Bummer. I knew you were going to. Nope. No. The tendy Pokemon. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Phoebus is a shabby old looking fish like Pokemon with a light brown body covered in dark irregular spots. It has large, deep-set eyes and big pink lips. The tail and pectoral fins are dull blue and tattered in appearance. The dorsal fin is triangular with a hole in the middle. Due to its poor appearance, it is largely ignored by predators, trainers, and researchers alike. (laughs) 
However, this hardy Pokemon is capable of eating anything and living anywhere. It is often found in oceans and weed-choked ponds, even if only a little water is available. While there are many of this Pokemon in existence, populations tend to cluster in small areas. Once found, its dull wits make it easy to capture. Wow. A glowing review of Phoebus. It's like somebody like read the Pokedex entry of Magikarp, and they're like, wow, they really did a number on Magikarp in this. Like, you know what? We can do one better. I'll do you one you. better. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if it's just a rock and nobody loves it? <laughs> like, okay. And in Pokemon Go, you need to walk Phoebus for 20, 20 kilometers, kilometers. 20 kilometers. To make it feel beautiful enough to evolve into melodic. In the main series games, uh, there was a thing called contests, mm -hmm. and you could do things like feed your Pokemon Pokeblocks and stuff like that and take care of it, and uh, you could up statistics that weren't necessarily battle-friendly but were contest-friendly, and one of them was beauty, and you had to max out beauty on Phoebus in order to get it to evolve. Yep. Put some a nice foundation layer. Yeah. Give it some <laughs> nice compliments. So in Pogo, you have to parade it around in front of everybody and make it understand that you are not ashamed to be around it. Right. I'm proud of you, Phoebus. Right. You're beautiful. And then it evolves into a beautiful Pokemon named Melodic, which is an aquatic serpentine Pokemon with a primarily cream-colored body. It has red eyes with long pinkish antenna above them. Additionally, there are long hair-like fins above its eyes, which begin thin and thicken towards the tips. These eyebrows extend to almost half of Melodic's body length and will be longer on the female than the male. On top of its relatively small head is a straight spike. Running down either side of its neck are three black dots, similar to gills. Its lower body is a patterning of blue and pink, diamond-shaped scales outlined with black. The tail consists of four large blue fins with pink ovals in their centers. Each of the tail fins overlaps the neck slightly, causing it to resemble a fan. Melodic scales are said to change color depending on the viewing angle, which has so far only been de depicted in Pokemon Battle Revolution. Melodic is said to be the most beautiful of all Pokemon. When there are fights going on, it has the power to calm angry feelings and to end arguments by releasing a wave of energy. Wow. In addition, it can move by floating in the air as shown in the anime. It lives at the bottom of large lakes. So, <laughs> statistically, Melodic is a pure water type Pokemon. Its best move set is Waterfall and Surf. And it has pretty median stats uh, with an attack stat of 192, 219 in defense, and stamina at 216. So it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's pretty. Fine. It's nice when it pops up in gyms. I like when that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a neat Pokemon. I mm -hmm. like the concept here about how it's like the ugly duckling fish. And then, you know, you like, you see the best and then you're like, oh, you're pretty. And it turns into like a, a big, amazing, gorgeous sea snake. You know, I, I for one find sea monsters very personally attractive. That's, um, yeah. So I get it, you know. I mean. Not really. I, I find myself akin to Nessie, you know, sure. my namesake. Yeah, but like the Loch Ness Monster is never described as ugly. I am a gorgeous sea snake monster. What? 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 The Loch Ness Monster is a plesiosaur. It's got those dorky little flippy flaps. <laughs> you know what I mean? I identify with that more than a sea snake. Dorky okay. little flippy flaps, I think. <laughs> You know, okay. I'm tiny. When I run around, maybe I look like I have dorky little flippy flaps. So, hey, you know, I, I wasn't going to say it. You know, Flip, yeah, like the little, little fins, the little flippy flaps. You know what I mean? Yes, I know. I know what you mean. Anyway. Oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, so that's Melodic. The shiny of Phoebus is purple, like we said earlier, and the shiny of Melodic has a blue instead of red, I believe, yeah. for its eyebrow hairs mm -hmm. <laughs> and its flippy flaps. 
It doesn't have flippy flash. <laughs> I think it's got a yellow tail. It has like a greenish yellow tail. Yeah, yeah something on the shiny. It, yeah, it looks because it's a bluish red tail on the regular, and then like a greenish blackish yellow tail on the shiny. It looks really quite cool. It's like a punk rock melodic. I'm I'm jazzed about it. But you know, as far as like using it in battle, it's an okay water type. It's nothing fantastic, especially in lieu of this Totodile community day where now we all have a really high DPS, good chart topping water type Pokemon to use. Melodic just isn't that fantastic. So I mean, hey, it's a cool looking Pokemon, neat backstory, mm-hmm. neat <laughs> functionality, whatever. It's got a thing. Wow. That's nice. Phoebus. That- <laughs> That's how I feel about that. Oh, well. All right, cool. Let's go to the Poke Poll. Sure. So last week's question, what are your goals for Totodile Community Day? Ben says 10 shinies and a perfect. Ron said a fur alligator for each league. Andrew had five shinies and one fur alligator for Great League. Terry Wolf, Taz, and Bud Bear Nate also wanted shinies and a power-up, one for Great and Ultra League. So all three of them had the same goal there. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. And then Bud Bear Nate also wanted to grab some shinies for friends that wouldn't be able to make it out because that's really nice. That's the way to go. Jacket K said, my community goal is to hack the Matrix and somehow get Hydro Cannon on either my maxed out 96 or my perfect for Alligator. This is going to be the first community day since the second charge move was introduced. So my gut has this feeling there will be a programming oversight, like how there was a programming oversight with Mewtwo and Shadow Ball. I, I don't I'm think not that sure happened. if that happened. I don't, I don't think, think that happened did. this time. No. It did not. Bummer. Excel Chef said, mine is to get as many as possible. There's very few water spawns where I live. Mm-hmm. Blimboy says, my goal is to just have fun. I feel like the last few community days have been kind of stressful because of all the meta-relevant Pokemon, and I feel pressured to catch as many as possible. Fair Alligator is just relevant enough to be an interesting Pokemon, but not to the point where I feel like I have to go nonstop the whole time. So this week's Pokepole is from listener Sarah. She actually sent it to us in an email. She kind of told a story, so I'm going to read her email. Sarah says, hey, everyone, hope you're all having a great week. Something happened on my drive home from work today while listening to the podcast that sparked this idea for a question. I drive through lots of rural back roads and I was about to turn on my my high beams off. A giant moose crossed the road. Thankfully, I was driving slow enough and my brakes did what they were supposed to do. and We did not collide. Once my adrenaline rush subsided, I thought, is there a moose Pokemon? I'm glad that was your first thought, Sarah. Yes. I'm glad you're okay and that that was your first thought. Hmm. Priorities in life. I like it. (laughs) I like it. But she was wondering if there is a moose Pokemon and that they should make one if they didn't have one. So my question for you and the listeners is, what animal-inspired Pokemon would you like to see? And so we were going through this with what animal-inspired Pokemon would you like to see. It is really hard to find one that Pokemon hasn't already put in. Yeah. It's actually really difficult. It really is. Yeah. And we even found a couple of like articles that were written. They were like, here's a bunch of animals that weren't made in a Pokemon, but they were made like a few years ago. And since then, they definitely a couple have been made. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Kyle, (laughs) what kind of Pokemon would you like to see? Okay. So I have two. Okay. One, we were having a little discussion beforehand. So that's why I've picked two is a tiger. Now, there are a couple variations on a tiger, but there's no, like, pure in- inspired tiger in the game. Okay. 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 Raikou is close, but mm-hmm. it's a saber-toothed tiger. Not the same thing. Growlithe. Got big teeth. Growlithe, Growlithe has all the colorations. A, it's a dog. I know, but I mean, it has, like, the, the tiger colorations. If it was a dog that looked like a tiger. Chris, what about you? Oh, wait, no. Wait, Kyle Kyle's has another got a second. Kyle has another one. More. one. Yeah, he does. Since if, yes. you, if you don't want to give me the tiger, if there's some listeners who are like, no, there are tigers. A narwhal. I want to see a narwhal. Mm. 
Because mm-hmm. I think they could actually design something quite interesting with that. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Okay, Chris, now your turn. Oh, geez. I've been trying to think, and I can't really think of anything. But I think I really okay, want, like... <laughs> okay. You've been passed. Do you want to go? Do you have one ready? I have one ready, yeah. I was about to just bungle through it, so... <laughs> okay. Go uh, for it. I want a Flamingo Pokemon. So the only thing that's close to that is a Doduo, but that's kind of a hybrid of a bunch of things, which is not really Flamingo-like. Yeah. I think just a Flamingo Pokemon would be cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not any further along in my line of thought than cool. I was before. Bought to cool. six seconds. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. I kind of want like a microscopic parasite, really, but I, I can't think in my head a way. You want, you want like an amoeba? No, I mean like, you know, those, you know those ones where they're like, yeah, don't pee in the Amazon because you'll get something that'll eat you alive from the inside out. You know oh, what I'm talking okay. about? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like those those like weird like uh, snake things. Like kind of like it's not like a tapeworm, but it's like, like smaller a parasite. Than that. Okay, I, any parasite. It, make it after a tapeworm and stuff like that. But That's you can't gross. You can't do things like that because their way of attack is by being parasitic and living in something else. You know what I mean? And so parasite is always like the parasite and the host like like you yeah. were saying kyle parasect mm-hmm. so i don't really know i don't know how to make huh what about an ant pokemon there is an ant pokemon what? it's it's aaron yeah well that's like a no it's trap inch is the closest one it looks like actually but trap inch is like a mite right it's like a termite pokemon um yeah Ar- aaron is supposed to be an ant durant durant too no yeah oh yeah durant no that is an actual ant right there that's an actual ant yes, yeah. straight up ant. darn it i thought i had it's one. just actually it looks just like an ant it does i mean if it's you look deep enough in like the bug section you can probably find some stuff that are not pokemon but yeah we're we're approaching a thousand pokemon right now yeah, yeah this is a challenging question especially when you're just like animals and not like objects too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's a difficult one it is yeah, I can't think of a really cool way to make a parasite Pokemon, but I would love to see one because, I mean, I don't know, Parasect, yeah, is is neat, but I kind of want more stuff like that, stuff that's like kind of inherently sort of dark, but is still interesting and accessible to like a, a, a younger audience. I think that stuff is just so interesting. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see more more of that. Okay, that's yeah. fair. But yeah, so this week's Pokepole is what animal inspired Pokemon would you like to see? Since this is really hard to do, and we can't figure out really any more than three animals that haven't been I turned mean, into Pokemon yet. I even count the one I gave right. you, so. <laughs> right. You can do objects, too. Objects would be fun. Yeah. Any type of Pokemon that you haven't seen before mm-hmm. will take any sort of anything inspired Pokemon. What would you like to see? Pretty, and we actually cool did that for one of our, our patron exclusive shows where we created Pokemon out of objects and animals, legendary animals right. and you know, mythological creatures and stuff. So that it's was a fun. lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. It it's a ton of fun. Yeah. So feel free to throw some our way. Sure. That'd yeah. You great. can do that on the Facebook or Twitter when we post the question, or if you're in our discord, cause you're a, a supporting patron, we also post it there. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Thanks, Ness. Yeah. Speaking of emails. Emails. Oh, it's the email time. Emails. The first one here is from Jake. Hi, guys. Been listening to your podcast for a while now and really enjoy it. Been a big help to my game since I stopped playing a few months uh, after Pokemon Go came out and only got back into the game a few months ago. Same. Question for you. I did some trades and received a Larvitar. It was lucky 100% IV on Pokegenie. Wow. Now, I evolved this into the next stage. Still 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I evolved it again to Tyranitar, and then it dropped to 91 
why did this happen? I am gutted. Keep up the great podcast. So now I I already know what happened in this story because I followed up with Jake, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to post this kind of in the same spirit as to why we talked about shiny rates today, why Kyle felt he should talk about it. Sure. Is that I I messaged him back and I was like, hey, Jake, sorry to hear that that happened to you, but that should be impossible. Like try powering up, try scanning again, seeing what happens there. Because sometimes, you know, some of these builds have shared values and they get confused and stuff like that. That could have happened. But this should never happen. You should never evolve a Pokemon and its IV should change. It should stay the same. And then he he messaged me back and he's like, oh, yeah, like I put in some manual entry instead. And it turned out that it was 100 percent. So he is the proud owner of a 100 percent lucky Tyranitar. That so crazy. That's crazy. Good for you, Jake. But yeah, this is just kind of like a PSA. Like that shouldn't happen. So if it does happen to you, don't get discouraged. Put in some uh, manual data and see what happens. Yeah, I want to piggyback on that PSA. Because I use Calci IV for Android, and I was having the biggest issues scanning for like two weeks. I would get error after error. It wouldn't guess my IVs. I couldn't input it manually. It would give me the wrong numbers. Turns out it had increased my level by one without me telling it to. Oh, bummer. And so it wasn't working. So if you are having any issues, make sure that's accurate. Because I was so upset for a long time until I realized what I needed to change. Yeah, so don't give up. There's probably something you just need to tweak. I mean, they're tools. They're not perfect. So, you know, do what you can. (laughs) All right, Kyle, you want to take the next email? Sure. John says, hi, guys. I'm a UK listener who found you through Spotify near the end of December 2018 and really enjoy the show. I've had loads of thoughts on what I feel should be added to the game, but that would be too long to send in this email. So just wanted your opinion on two. Sorry if you already discussed these earlier in the year. Now that PvP is here and we have the ability to battle trainers, I would love to see other characters from the show make an appearance, like Misty, Brock, James, and Jesse. Maybe have it as an event where you beat one, you can get an egg that has a unique Pokemon related to that character. The second question is, we have a style shop for Avatar, but I would like to have one for our Pokemon. It could still use coins to buy them, so Niantic can still make their money, but we would love to have a truly awesome way to have personalized-looking Pokemon. So what do you guys think for the first question? Battling other NPCs. Like the the, the named gym leaders and stuff like that, especially callbacks to like the anime Noteworthy in particular? Ones, yeah. Right. I'm into this idea a lot, although it does call into question the whole timeline thing. <laughs> But I don't really think that Nintendo or Niantic are trying to put Pokemon Go in a particular time slot in their big, you know, sheet of Pokemon events that have happened. That that sheet of Pokemon events has so many curly Q lines connecting things that it doesn't matter anymore. Kind of. It's kind of like The Legend of Zelda. Right, right. Stoke some fires with that combat, but. There's just three different uh, there's three different timelines, Kyle. Yeah, I think it'd be really, really cool. I'm into it. It would definitely get people very interested in, it, especially if you played Pokemon Go and then you picked up Let's Go. And then those characters that you've now known to to love have will now show up and, and go again. You know what I mean? I agree. But we were talking earlier today where we were walking around for Total Day. The AI is garbage. Like, ignore, like, difficulty. Just the AI itself is dumb. It it doesn't use shields, even. And when that's the only thing that is going to determine it, that's kind of a killer right there. If they made these NPCs with variable teams, 
So you couldn't, you know, lose once and then bring the perfect counter every single time after. That would be interesting. I'd be more interested, for those of you who played Generation 3 onwards, a battle tower scenario where you do like a series of seven battles and each trainer is selected from a pool of trainers with a pool of Pokemon. And then, you know, that would be more compelling to me than just seeing faces I've seen for, you know, 20 years. I suppose so. Yeah. I I mean, I guess it depends on the implementation too. Like if there's, if it's like a special event where it's like during the summer, they have a water event and they're like, yeah, also to make it more fun in gyms, like most uh, Misty will post up in a gym from time to time and you can go battle her and do that instead of battling your friends for your three battles a day. Or what about like, instead of the three trainers like blanche spark all of them what if they traded out for like the special events like you get to face misty as like a special fourth trainer or brock or somehow team rocket ends up in there and i think they'd be good like guest trainer spots during special events yeah i mean there really is a a world of possibilities to them so sorry i got distracted by our cat yeah one of them's in here right now and just needs the attention really bad Yes. The second question is interesting, talking about personalizing the Pokemon. As much as I would love this, I feel like they won't do this because forms exist. I like, mean, they do it in Let's Go, though. Yeah, you know? but they don't put out a party hat Pikachu as a special event thing that's limited and then give you the option to give a regular Pikachu a party hat. That's true. What if you could change its hat design? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think I would say it's not going to happen because there's too many Pokemon, pretty much. Like, unless you want your styled Pokemon can be to be limited to like, Mm -hmm. you know, five or six Pokemon, in which case, what's the point? So it's why it it works so well for Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, because they only have two to decorate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. In the world of, I mean, this game is going to keep going until they have every Pokemon in it. That's the, that's the plan at the Mm -hmm. very least. Mm -hmm. I don't see why they wouldn't. And that's just way too many Pokemon and they all have different types and shapes and stuff like that. It's not like they're all like kind of the same shape and you can kind of map the thing to certain anchor points on everyone. You just bop, 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 you know, you could, I mean, if you wanted to do it, you could limit Pokemon like by body type. So, you know, all humanoids can wear these subset of equipment and all, you know, serpentine Pokemon can use this subset. And right. even with that, it's still overlap. Yeah, of course, you're still getting ridiculous, complex. but yeah. <laughs> it's still a it could lot. be done. It's a lot of work, too. But they're not going to do it. It could make them a lot of money, though, too. It could. Get it, but it could. They'd have to do it so carefully. You know what I mean? And so thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it would be a big project. Anyway. Thanks for the email, John. Appreciate that. Ness, you want to take the next one? Sure. So this one's from Hannah. Hannah says, happy 2019, GoCast. Happy 2019 to you, Hannah. I loved catching up on all the holiday event episodes while traveling around over the holidays. I'm writing with a two-part question for you. What Pokemon is your best buddy? By which I mean, what Pokemon in your box has walked with you the most of any Pokemon? And part two, which of you has walked the furthest with their best buddy? My best buddy is my July 2016 Charizard, L, with 249.2 kilometers. Bonus points if you know which book the character L is named after. A close runner-up is the Gardevoir. I walked for 220.9 kilometers to evolve, just before Corellia started popping up everywhere as a raid boss. Rip KMs. My current buddy is Munchlax. We're currently on 127.5 kilometers, and I plan to walk with my little muncher till the end of time, or at least until the end of the game. (laughs) Or another that's, that's the end of time, in my yeah. opinion. Thanks, Hannah. So first question was, what is 
your best buddy. So which one have you walked with the most? Kyle, why are you laughing? Because who my best buddy is, at least off the top of my head. Who is your best buddy? Who is it's it? A, it's a horsey. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah, I don't. A horsey. That's nice. I haven't. I haven't They're pretty walked. rare. They're pretty rare. I haven't right? walked I mean, a lot of distance in the game, and mm-hmm. just you know, a few weeks ago, I was like, I need like eight horsey candy or something to finally get the the Kingdra. And I was like, okay, fine. And now it's got seventy kilometers, which is by far the most that I've ever walked. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chris? Uh, it's definitely my Caesar that I was yeah. walking in order to max Forever. him out. Remember, I was talking about him for the longest time. Mm-hmm. My Caesar, he's lucky. He's 98 IVs. Uh, I walked him 316.3 kilometers. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, considering some of the stuff we heard at GoFest, though. Mm-hmm. Not Yeah, that, okay. But come on. We're not crazy. those players. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the, I mean, I walked this Caesar forever. He was my buddy for the longest time. You know, anybody that was sending me gifts continuously can tell you that he was always there. Mm-hmm. I've only recently cycled him out because he's finally maxed out, but I kind of want to put him back because I miss him. You, I mean, you yeah. can. What yeah. about, what about you, Ness? I don't tend to walk the same Pokemon very often. I don't have buddies really for any other reason other than I like to show them off for a brief period of time or I need the candy and then they get switched out. Um, my longest is my Empoleon that I was walking for a while because he took so long because the spawns died right after Piplove came out. Um, so that's 45 kilometers for me, which is yeah. quite a bit for one Pokemon. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. And then the second part of the question, which of you has walked the furthest with their be- best buddy? I think that's... <laughs> I think I think Chris, Chris has that one. one. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that we all haven't walked similar distances. I just happen to focus it all on one particular No, I Pokemon. think you've also mm-hmm. walked the most distance too, but... Probably. Uh, like, that's a pretty handily, I think. Do you guys have your gold jogger badge nope. or no? Uh, Not even close. No. Okay. Okay. Well, yes, we've solved that mystery then. Yes, no. I, yep. I do have mine. You just so. got it, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I just <laughs> recently got it, which is crazy to me to think that more than a third of that was with the same Caesar. Yeah. It was in a very committed friendship with yes, that Caesar. Yes. You know, Friends he's my buddy. End. He's my mm-hmm. buddy. Anyway. Yeah. Well, thanks, Hannah. Thank you very much, Hannah. Next one is from uh, Christian. I'm from Wales, near a regular podcast contributor Ash is from, but I live in London. Cool. Getting some of that Wales love. Um, I'm a level 39 player and uh, started back in 2016. Uh, He got to 3.5 million uh, experience uh, and he's got that much to level 40, it looks like. Only four months ago did I manage to add friends to my game when I was able to join a local WhatsApp group. Wow. This moved me through level 35 to 37 very quickly. Keep up the great work and happy 2019 to all three of you. Um, and then he wrote us something, I think, in Welsh. Welsh? I don't I don't know. Can you speak Welsh? Nope. Oh, Kyle, can you speak Welsh? I'm not even going to attempt. Oh, my God. I, I almost don't want to because I don't want to offend anybody. Um, <laughs> I, I, oh, okay. Here we go. Diolk a fawr. Uh, <laughs> thanks very much is what it means so i'm going to say it in english again thanks very much that was from christian and then the reason that i put this email here for us to read on the show is kind of to be like hey if you're stuck at a higher level because 35 to 40 is a rough time it is to level up it is. uh you really gotta be using those those friendship bonuses otherwise you're yeah. gonna one heck of a time mm-hmm. doing it that's so. true good for you christian and happy that you found a group of people to play with that's yeah. that really is fantastic xp aside it just makes playing this game a lot more, more fun. fun yeah absolutely mm-hmm. uh, kyle this next one for you 
All right. Lee writes, hello, Chris, Ness, and Kyle. Hello. I came across your podcast Sunday and finished listening to all 28 episodes since then. Three days listening to podcasts while at work. That is fantastic. That's commitment. It is. Appreciate (laughs) it. Really do. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Congrats to Chris on making 40. Ness and Kyle, as you continue hitting goals, I am sure you both will make 42 one day. Darn right I will. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. On that topic, I'm aiming for the summer for level 40 for me. It's going to happen. Same. Hey, man, the summer is a a large amount of time. 500 raids of summer. I know. You got your 500 raids. I've got my my 500 XP. (laughs) (laughs) I am a double 40 mystic, currently 45 million plus experience. Not as much as Terry Wolf at his 100 plus million or many other high level players. Yes, Kyle, Instinct currently holds the top spot in Omaha, where he is from. With a couple of mystics next. Look at that. See? Instinct's got to represent somewhere. I guess so. I do go out playing myself or with people in Discord. However, I do enjoy it greatly when my whole family, levels 35 to 39, can go raid together and take out whatever raids we come across. That's awesome, by the way. Super jealous of that kind of stuff. We do let our Discord know if we have the time, allowing others an opportunity getting tier 4 and tier 5 raid Pokemon after all. This is a community game. You put a little uh, sunglasses emoji. Keep up nice. the great show and your Pokemon Go endeavors. Thanks. Well, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's just really interesting to hear how different the like the team representation is in different places. Mm-hmm. The fact that the the leading player in Omaha is instinct is so cool. I mean, as a Valor player, I still have lots of respect for that. And also very jealous of the fact that you have your whole family. I don't know how many people that entails, but let's probably just say he says levels 35 through 39. So even if it's just one person per level, four people, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. enough to do pretty much anything you want nowadays. Even He's, an EX rate. You don't even he need says they do tier people. five. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty great. Good for you. That, that sounds, sounds like, like a, good time. a good time. Yeah. Thanks again for writing in. Ness, do you want to take this last email? Yes. Okay. Michael writes, hey, guys, I just wanted to say that I love the show, especially the goals that everyone makes each week. Wow. We all hate the goals. <laughs> I don't. You love the goals. I love administering the goals. Yes. That's he doesn't different. love them anymore now, though, because he doesn't have experience to easily aim for. That's it's true. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I've noted that gets brought up each time there's a new research is the dislike for the three excellent throws in a row research for Larvitar. I love this research as it's actually quite simple to complete and it's a free Larvitar that can't flee so pineapple for free candies and it also has a better chance of being a higher IV than the random ones in the wild. There's plenty of Slugma, Tauros, Ponyta, and Nosepass around to easily complete this plus raid bosses like Machamp and all the other tier five raid bosses. Sorry for the long rant, but I don't think trainers should be discouraged from doing this research. I personally have gotten a perfect IV larvitar from this research and tons of free candies from completing it several times. Hope to hear this discussed on the show. Thanks for your time and keep up the great work. All right. (laughs) So go ahead. Yeah. Both, both Chris and I are pulling faces as Ness is reading (laughs) this. Like (laughs) it's, Definitely a doable research. I will give you that. I think you might be an outlier in this situation. I think so. Also, based on the the spawns he's saying he has, Slugma, Tauros, Ponyta, and Nosepass. Larger hit points. Yes, they definitely have larger circles for you to catch. 
and stuff like that. So it's easier to make excellent throws. I think last week or the last time we talked about this. Well, yeah, that was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about Whalmer. That's a good example, too. The but, Reggies. Those were good. But those, yeah, pretty much tier five rate bosses in general because yeah. you can set the circle and you can premeditate it and you know that they're going to break out. So you can get a practice throw in a number of times in a row. But those ones he mentioned in particular... Sounds like he's got a different biome than we do, too. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe people in it probably, I mean, forgive me if I'm wrong here, Michael, but it sounds like probably a desert or like a mountain biome to me. Probably if you have those lying around, then yeah, if they on average have a larger hitbox, then I could I could see this being a much more attractive quest to do. Meanwhile, chilling over here with caterpies Gratitas and ratatas and, and, and oddishes. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, good luck. Good luck doing it around here. At least for me, I'm... I'm not good at excellent throws. Yeah, it's just, I'm just not. I don't do the set the circle thing. I'm Maybe I'll get it eventually, but I haven't really tried. You know when you're really good at making excellent throws? Hmm. When you're not trying to yeah, make I'm an excellent throw? Yeah. yeah. I think that's true of everybody. I'm pretty it's consistent about. with great throws. Almost every throw I make is great, but it's I can never get three excellents in a row, ever. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like it. The only time I've been able to like consistently get excellent throws was on Mewtwo. Something about mm-hmm. his hitbox and like position was perfect for me. But even on like tier fives, like we did some Heatran raids today we didn't mention. I could barely get great throws on Heatran for whatever reason. So he had a smaller hitbox. He's he's further away. So Michael, you're just really awesome at making excellent throws, <laughs> and that's fantastic. Yeah, for it you. sounds like we're Michael, just bad at it. You're just better at this game <laughs> than we are. Yeah, so got no shame in admitting I'm te- I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you, Michael, and thanks thanks for writing in. Appreciate that. All right, that's gonna pretty much wrap up the show here. I'm on our way out. I would like to remind and encourage you guys to go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, you know, wherever you might be listening to us. Uh, and wherever is available for you to leave a review. Please, it really helps us out. It'll take just a moment of your time and we'll love you forever. Yes. I mean that. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. All right. Information on the way out here. Again, if you guys want to shoot us an email, mail at gocastpodcast.com is the way to do that. Or you can go to our website at gocastpodcast.com and click on the contact tab and you can send an email from there. I keep forgetting to mention that, but lots of people do it every single week. So that's there. Go ahead and do that if you want to. Follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Ness and I man that Twitter account. We're always retweeting uh, valuable information, yep. What you guys got to know. You know, We interact with people uh, responding to the PokePole every single week, stuff like that. Similar situation on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for GoCastPodcast. We also post questions there, so go ahead and take that look. And then lastly, but not least whatsoever we have a patreon again if you want to get into our discord for one buck a month or more we send out custom artwork and stuff like that and other podcasts during the month for people at different tiers that's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash go cast podcast and the cherry on top is goal time Mm. it's goal (laughs) time y'all strap in let's go that's your first all right what are you gonna Um, do i Two hundred thousand. Okay, two hundred (laughs) thousand. I think I don't know. I don't really have any other plans. Oh Hmm. wait, no. Shiny Phoebus is next weekend. I was about to say it's time to make some plans. Yeah, Shiny Phoebus is next weekend. I would like to have a Shiny Phoebus. Okay. Since I'm not quite sure how the Pokestops are going to work or what we're going to do, I'm going to aim for one. That seems like a good way to go. I'm just putting down Shiny Phoebus. Yeah, I want a Shiny Phoebus. Okay, perfect. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Kyle, your turn. 
Okay, so I want 300,000 experience. That'll put me at 2 million towards level 38. Nice. I want to get to 45 on my Sinnoh badge. I'm currently sitting at 39. So Okay. That's right. We didn't do that yet. And it may involve some rare candy, which I was very vehemently <gasps> against earlier. What? I know. I heard you raise your voice about it today. But I also <laughs> noticed I'm four candy away from uh, Empoleon. See, mm. isn't it so easy? Isn't it just easy to give in? So no. easy. We'll it's see a what happens. Slope come <laughs> next Friday mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. So three hundred thousand experience and forty five on your Cino badge. Did you guys want to do a Cino badge check in really quick? We haven't done that. I know mm-hmm. you guys made quite a bit of progress today. Yes. Right. Yeah. Ness, what's your Cino badge at? Forty six. Nice. That's, wow. You went up like four or five since mm-hmm. last week. Yep. Nice. Yep. Kyle, I'm at thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and how many Sinnoh stones do you have? And I have I have no more. I used yet? I used those up. So I okay. That's part mm-hmm. of this week is going to be getting more hopefully. But I do have a couple sitting to wait, like like I have Toxicroak and stuff like that. Sure. Okay. Cool. So you, there's nothing you haven't evolved yet that you could just evolve that would raise your badge number. Is there? Yes. the The Toxicroak I can do right now. I just haven't. Okay. Because it happened today. So you have basically 40? You're yeah, at 40? I have 40 right now, technically. Okay, perfect. I'm sitting at 54. It's it's the babies. I got really lucky. I had a chingling and a mantike this past week. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. All those steps on the elliptical and the and the treadmill is really really making a difference in my, my Pokemon storage. Good Let me tell for you. you. <laughs> I guess so. Look at you being healthy. If there wasn't Adventure Sync, I wouldn't do it, man. So. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, like Ness was saying, I'm a little bit sad. I can't fall back on a simple XP goal. I have to get mm-hmm. creative. So I think I'm going to do... Um, I 50. think Kyle said that. Oh, did, 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 did Kyle said, yeah. Oh. That's okay. We're easily mistakable. You know, I, we're basically twins. We're the same, you know, it's the same person. The two of you <laughs> dig at me in a similar fashion, so sometimes I get a little bit I know, confused. I know, you I know. know what I mean? We're like Fozzie and um, Kermit. It- <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. I'm not going to ask for you, uh, for you guys to figure out who is who. I'm Kermit. Okay. <laughs> you can't with being Fozzie, Kyle. Fozzie's pretty cool. Uh, I've seen I've seen his old hair that he used to have, and I feel like it's accurate. All right. I'm going to say another 50 eggs because it's been treating me really, really well. I'm getting mm-hmm. everything I need out of those eggs mm-hmm. lately. So besides that, I can't really think of anything. I guess at least two shiny Phoebus because I want... One to stay as a Phoebus and one for a Melotic for um, my living decks. I have another goal I want to add, and you can also copy my goal if you want. Okay. What is it? Uh, I want to get my Ultra League Veteran badge. So we have Ooh. 150 more battles to what do. Did you? Oh my gosh. That'll Ooh. be a week. Mm-hmm. I think we can do that. We've been trying to get through 25 uh, a, a piece day. each yeah. night together. Whoa. Uh-huh. Yeah, so at that pace, we should be able to finish up pretty soon. I think so. That's exciting. I just want the veteran gear really, really I know. badly. That's really so. like my incentive for doing this is I want to have the cool new things. Are you going to yeah. buy so, it? Really? It's good. Yeah. They're like 100 a piece. Yeah, oh my gosh, dude. That's not bad. Yeah, they should I'm, just be rewarded. If they're a reward, if they require an, a gold badge to unlock, they should be given to you. Especially that one. Mm-hmm. It takes so much time. Yeah. It takes a lot, a lot of time. You're right, Ness. I will also put that on my goals. Okay. I will do You're welcome. a Ultra League Veterans thing. Yeah. Good Ultra job. Ultra League Veteran. Yep. Okay. That's it for the show this week. 
Um, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. I mean, I don't have enough after Phoebus Day to not do that. Yeah, so Phoebus Day is happening on Saturday, so we'll have a show after that, and we'll let you guys know how it all went. Yeah. Um, until then, we hope you guys have a nice week. Hope you guys had a very successful Total Dial Community Day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we'll catch you then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.